what are those cold soups? Uh, I, I don't really know what they are. Um, I just remember when I worked in the theater, we were setting up for an event and they had like these like, like shots of soup, uh, that were cold. They were like chilled soups. Um, so I know they exist. Mm. I know they exist. I just don't know what they are. I think that's just soup that they made cold. Like it's still a soup and like, they're also betraying the definition of soup by saying, Hey, look, you know what soup is? We're calling this chilled soup so that you know that soup has a requirement of being hot. Is that in the definition of soup though? I mean, we can look at the definition, but that's not the fun of this argument. Okay. <laughs> well, but also the same thing with like the cheesecake thing where like technically cake is in the name, so it is mm -hmm. a cake. So chilled soup mm -hmm. is a soup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which means a smoothie is a fruit soup. Mm -hmm. I think that like, and the reason these arguments get like heated is because people have like personal definitions. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I like don't want to look up the definition that's true. because it's like, all right, that settles it. And then it's like, it's no, it's no more fun. And so like the personal, my personal definition of soup requires heat. Like, and even if like you leave the soup out and it gets cold, like you, you want it to be hot. That's like the intent of soup. <laughs> yeah. But like, if you had a chilled soup, maybe you wouldn't want it to be hot, you mm. know? So like, it'd still be a soup. Mm. Um, and also, like, is a ketchup a smoothie or is it a soup? Is ketchup mm -hmm. a soup? A soup um, that's in a bottle. I do think that, like, you could argue that the consistency makes it not like soup, but there's, like, chowders and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, sure, I'm willing, I'm willing to concede that ketchup could be a soup, but it's not intended to be hot. Yeah. And so, like... Also, ketchup isn't really intended to be cold either. Like, you can have, you can put, like, cold ketchup on a hot dog, but you can also put, like, lukewarm ketchup on a hot yeah. dog, and it won't make a difference. But it would be weird to put hot ketchup, like, piping, here, get your piping hot ketchup for your hot dog. That doesn't sound right. I would love to try hot ketchup <laughs> on a hot dog. Now that you're saying this, because sure. here's the thing, like, your hot dog, you know, it's warm. So, mm. like, you put cold ketchup on a hot dog, like what a weird like thing you're putting in your mouth like at the cold same time thing and a like, hot thing it cools it off though yeah but then what if your hot dog <laughs> is getting cold yeah that's so true. you put hot ketchup on your hot there dog you go. yeah yeah so i think that hot ketchup is actually a really good idea that wouldn't be a bad idea if it's like you know like a a, a baseball game and it's like cold out and like Hot ketchup, get your hot ketchup here for your cold hot dogs. <laughs> There's a lot of temperature words going on here. Um, and be like, oh, yeah, my hot dog has totally gotten cold at this point. I'm glad that someone has come around to bring me hot ketchup. I think you really have just like not really invented because like hot ketchup can't be invented. <laughs> it's literally just ketchup. But like you've, yeah, yeah. you've brought to life a really interesting idea. Sure, here. sure. Um, uh, Something that I discovered quasi recently, I say quasi recently because it was like a year ago, but like it's recent to me. Uh, Whataburger has spicy ketchup mm -hmm. and that stuff's dope. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> like 
at, at first I was skeptical. I was like, well, why, why do I need ketchup to be spicy? But then I tried it and I'm like, oh, it's just ketchup, but it's spicy. Yeah. Which is like the whole point. But it's really good. It's it's so good. <laughs> yeah. And I feel the same way. Like whenever someone's like, oh, spicy mayo, you're like, why does mayo need to be spicy? But then you have it. And like spicy mayo is probably my favorite condiment. It's pretty great. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I go to sushi restaurants, I'll just order a side of spi- a spicy <laughs> mayo and like just kind of like put my chopstick in it and eat it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that's so gross. It's good though. I mean, the weird thing about it though is that we make these tasty things, but then get mad at each other for like just eating the tasty thing. <laughs> yeah, because like I'm pretty sure I also just ate a thing of spicy ketchup once. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's that's weird though. I heard the story once about these guys mm-hmm. that like got drunk in college and they were too broke to afford food, so they would just pour spices in their hands and eat the spices. Okay. And I think that's weirder than eating spicy mayo. Yeah. I mean, I'll put spices in my hand and eat them to, like, taste it yeah. as I'm cooking to be like, does this need this? Um, But that's not quite the same. I wasn't doing it for sustenance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just... I feel like I'm simultaneously very pretentious about food, but mm-hmm. also, like, willing to eat the most garbage food ever. Yeah. Like, I'll just eat a package of ketchup, sure. So, mm-hmm. I get the urge to eat mustard a lot, mm. and I don't know what it is about mustard. I don't like mustard. I <laughs> love mustard. Mm. Um, specifically, like, that nasty, radioactive, like, yellow, yellow. mustard. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dijon mustard's good, you mm-hmm. know. It's it's good. But, like, there's something, like, about, like, the very abrasive, like, like sour thing of yellow mm. mustard that's just really appealing to me. I don't know. I'm not fond of that. I am fond of honey mustard because honey it, it good. balances that radio radioactivity out a little bit more. And so it's like good as a dip. Uh, but uh, that's another thing. Uh, dips, sauces, condiments. That's like the classifications of that. Mm-hmm. People argue about that. Yeah. So like. So what's your definition of a dip, a, so- a condiment, and a sauce? Uh, well, a dip probably requires it to be like dippable um so i mean you couldn't you couldn't make like a just a a wheel of gouda cheese like that's not a dip Mm -hmm. unless it's like melted but then has to be like really hot all the time for it to be dippable Mm -hmm. or else it's just a wheel of cheese like you can't yeah your chip will break um that's probably another that's probably not like a requirement but it's a convenience Mm -hmm. of you want your chip to stay intact once you pull it out of the dip Mm -hmm. (laughs) um or else you're not going to get any dip anyways so uh sauces can go on top of or around the whole thing so you can like you can put a little bit on top of or you can just marinate the whole thing mm-hmm. in it um and then what condiments condiments are like the strongest because like i don't know it, it seems like because with a sauce you would envelop like a whole like chicken wing mm-hmm. in it but you wouldn't just 
envelop a whole chicken wing in ketchup. That's like too much. Mm -hmm. So like condiments, you want just a little bit to like add, but you don't want too much or else it's, well, yeah, that's the point. It's too much. So like ketchup (laughs) could be a dip. Yes. Okay. You dip your fries in ketchup. Yeah. And like ranch is a dip, but Mm -hmm. it's also a sauce. Yes. I mean, you you would pour ranch on like a salad. Mm Mm-hmm. Call that a sauce. Technically, that's, I, I that's think, a dressing. But, yeah, it's you know. a dressing. That's I just remembered the word for that. Like sure. that's a dressing. I don't know. Thank you for addressing that. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, I mean, I'm I'm not a big fan of ranch, and so, like, for me to say like, oh, I wouldn't envelop a whole like chicken wing in ranch. Some people would, but I think that like. That's too much ranch. Mm-hmm. Plus, you want it to still be like holdable. <laughs> yeah, you don't just want to like touch a, a ranchy chicken wing. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird because it's like barbecue sauce. Like you can marinate a thing in barbecue sauce and still like, okay, cool. Here's a ranchy wing and just wipe it off later. Mm-hmm. But or uh, a saucy wing. But like ranch is like too. It's thick. like. Thick. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> no, we're on the same page here. Yeah, I yeah. definitely, but I mean, I do think that like condiments have a, a limit to where once you put a certain volume on the food, it becomes too much of that and it becomes bad now. <laughs> and so you, you can't do like, yeah, you just can't marinate an entire rotisserie chicken in ketchup that sounds pretty gross but someone's tried it yeah i i'd try it (laughs) yeah i'd try it yeah just like just just to see what it's about Mm -hmm. you know like does the flavor like get inside the chicken and then the chicken itself starts to taste like ketchup Mm -hmm. or is it just like a purely surface level flavor Mm -hmm. you know i'd be very i'd be interested to see what a ketchup marinated right, chicken right. would taste like um you the, know the other thing i think that like condiments just have a lot of salt content yeah so i mean like if you want to put a whole rotisserie ki- chicken kitchen uh <laughs> in ketchup you might as well just coat the thing in tomato sauce and just save yourself some salt yeah but the salt's what makes it good yeah, but too much salt is what ruins it. I think maybe we're getting onto something here. Is that like if you put too much of a condiment, it's not the condiment itself necessarily that ruins the food. It's just the salt. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I literally was like, oh, my God, I want cashews so bad. So I bought some cashews today and they were too salty and I couldn't eat them. Yeah. I honestly can't stand salted nuts, though. Mm. Like I, I just like a good unsalted nut. Mm-hmm. no games just like a nut mm. uh and the salt it's just it's too much i just want to i want to taste the nut i don't want to mm. taste salt 12 year old santiago is trying really hard not to say anything right now <laughs> <laughs> also i really hope nobody just cuts out <laughs> me saying i want to taste the nut um because that out of context is someone just make just make a good beat out of that honestly i put it on spotify i'll promote it i'll play it at any shows i have of just like a dance remix of me saying i want to taste the nut yeah 
<laughs> it's pretty good. But <laughs> um, I do think that this might just be like, I mean, America just does this in general where you just like take a thing and then just crank it up to 11 is that the the americanized version of everything just has too much of everything and so i feel like the american palate just like more salt mm-hmm. more sugar more more mm-hmm. um whereas like cuz those same you know those same americans that enjoy things like carl's junior will go to like a an authentic Chinese restaurant or something and be like, this is weird and gross. And it's like, nah, you just haven't experienced that palate before. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I'm the opposite of some Americans uh, mm-hmm. where like, I would much rather be eating Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Um, or like really, um, honestly, my favorite restaurant is Shish Mahal. Um, yeah. I want to eat there every day of my mm-hmm. life. Like, there's never not a moment in time <laughs> where I don't want to be eating there right now. Mm-hmm. I think that is that specific, like, Pakistani Indian food mm-hmm. is, I think, has some of the best, like, fa- flavor profiles that mm-hmm. I've ever had. Yeah. Um, And also a lot of it's vegan. And I was vegan for a while. Mm-hmm. So, like, it really just became, like, my go-to spot. Mm-hmm. So, like... I would say, oh, I want to go to India and eat Indian food, but I could not handle that amount of spice. Sure. I need like the dumbed down American version of Indian food sure. where it's I can eat it without like having diarrhea. Sure. So. <laughs> yeah. And that is the other thing, too, is that like Americans want more salt and more sugar, but you put too much spice and they'll run away. Except for the like small sect of Americans that are like, no. Give it, give me nuclear and I will eat uranium. I (laughs) truly wish I had it in me to eat spicy food. Like I do. I can handle a fair amount of spicy food Mm -hmm. um, because I love it. And Mm -hmm. even if stuff's too spicy for me, I'll probably still eat it Mm -hmm. uh, because if it's spicy, it's good. Yeah. You know, Uh, (laughs) but like today I ate a hot pickle and like had to drink a bunch of water. The concept of a hot pickle. Hmm. I guess. <laughs> they're good. They're good. Okay. Well, they're also horrible, uh, but they're good. Speaking of too much salt. Yeah, they're horrible. But like, <laughs> I think like a fifth of that pickle is like your daily value of sodium. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. And it smells awful, uh, yeah. but it's good. Right. Well, I mean, whoever invented pickling germany or some scandinavian whatever uh or i mean the same thing that like curing meats as Mm -hmm. well like i'm sure it was just a preservation method that ended up just being well i'll eat it anyways (laughs) yeah and also it ended up being tasty so right yeah like i do love like italian cured meats um because that's just dope but also there's a reason why they come in like the like party packs which is like you only get a little bit whenever mm-hmm. they like run out at the party you're like oh man no more pepperoni mm-hmm. <laughs> but no. it's like yeah but if you had like a pound of pepperoni you'd be like too much salt <laughs> yeah i sometimes like 
<laughs> I'll buy those like party packs. Sure, sure. And like I'll eat like all the crackers and all the pepperoni in like one sitting. Sure. Because uh, I'm an adult now and I have my own money, so yeah, I can yeah. go buy party platters from Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I have a hot take. I don't like bacon. Okay. Why? Uh, too salty. Okay. See, there's, we're noticing a trend here. I go between like really wanting salty mm-hmm. um, and like also like if I eat salt right now, I'll die. Because mm-hmm. um, like, you know that beer salt? I don't. Uh, it's like salt in like shaped like little beer bottles. Okay. Um, and they have like a lime salt. And oh. like sometimes I'll just eat that. Mm-hmm. So like. My definition of what is and isn't too salty changes, like, on a minute-by-minute basis. Because, like, sometimes I will straight up pour salt into my hand and eat it. But Mm. bacon? No. Mm. Right. Someone's calling the landline in this house, and that is weird. Uh (laughs) Yeah, I heard that. I was like, a landline? Yeah. Like... (laughs) Uh, I'm from Venezuela. My family's from Venezuela, and so, like, we have people that we need to call but like there's literally only two people living here right now so no one's calling us mm-hmm. i don't know why the landline is going off sorry telemarketer but, yeah i guess but it like never goes off that's weird i came to this <laughs> conclusion the other day that made me really angry because uh, i got this text and it was like oh thank you for signing up for the uh like spam call reduction service through at&t or whatever which i didn't even know was a thing um and it made me really mad because i was like okay at&t so you recognize that spam calls are a problem mm-hmm. and instead of doing your job and filtering through those and fixing it. You sent you're everybody spam. Creating a service <laughs> that you have to pay for to stop <laughs> the spam calls. So you recognize this is a problem. And instead mm-hmm. of fixing it, you're profiting off of it. And mm. I was like driving to school and I go, just mad. I was so fired up. Yeah. Capitalism. Yeah. I <laughs> I don't know. That was out of left field, but like I just needed to vocalize that. Yeah, yeah. I no, literally like got so fired up. Um <laughs> Spam calls don't really bother me, though. Um, I've never really... I've never really thought they're annoying. Um, It depends how much you value your time at that moment. (laughs) I answer them. I think they're funny. Sure. It's just... There's a thing about, like... Once you answer them, then they know that you answer them. Mm -hmm. And so they'll give you more of them. And that just... And it sucks whenever you're, like waiting for a phone call or something Mm -hmm. like over the summer i was applying to like a bunch of jobs and so i was just answering every phone call and like all of them were spam Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah people don't normally call me well they do but they don't i'm normally the caller sure yeah uh i much prefer phone calls to like anything else um but like I don't know. I think they're funny because, like, I got a voicemail from one once that was like, if you don't call us back, we're sending a warrant out for your arrest. And I was like, oh, the phone people yeah. going to arrest me yeah. for what? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But at the same time, I'm very frustrated with them because I read this story once that was like um, this old man was withdrawing like $60,000 from his account or something because he had gotten a spam call that was like, we need $60,000. Mm-hmm. And the bank teller like wasn't 
questioning it. And I mm-hmm. guess he like looked visibly nervous and upset. Um, and I guess the person behind him uh, was like, hey, are you OK? And the old man explained everything and, you know, got it sorted out. And he didn't end up paying that money. But mm. like that breaks my heart. Um, like that story makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. I mean, there's the part of me that's like, darn, they're preying on this poor old man. And there's the other part of me that's like, the future is now, old man. Get with it. But Yeah. No, I agree <laughs> yeah, with yeah. that. Um, it's just, you know, honestly, though, I fell for a spam the other day. Mm. I fell for it. I'm 21. Yeah. I got I, scammed by an insurance company. That's a story I'm not telling on the podcast. <laughs> I feel but like I want to know that story, though. I'll tell you not on record. And maybe I will tell it eventually on the podcast. But. Now's not the time. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I got this this email from Apple. Mm. And they're like, hey, I need you to update your account information. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, so I put it all in. And as I was doing it, I was like, this is kind of suspicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I went ahead and did it anyway <laughs> against my better judgment. Um, and then, like, after I did it, they were like, oh, your payment cannot be processed or whatever. Because they asked me, like, update payment information. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Okay, that's weird because mm-hmm. my card works. I know this is mine and like this is weird. And luckily I was at the mall mm-hmm. when it happened. Um, so I went to the Apple store and they were like, oh, yeah, that's fake. I was like, cool, sick. <laughs> I am. I grew up in this age and still they fooled me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, I, I empathize with that old man. Yeah, no, I – Again, what there's like both of me mm-hmm. that are like, ah oh man, that sucks. But it it is also like, I don't know. That was like, I learned that lesson like a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Like the the emails like that look, you know, they use their graphic design to look like the official thing. It's like that's that's some next level stuff. That all right, cool. I'll definitely fall for that once or twice, and mm-hmm. then learn that like, all right, now I got to check my sources. But like the phone call, it's like. We've we've been joking about this for years now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. I do uh, warn my grandma about stuff, though. Like when mm-hmm. I find out like there is a like a spam email going around, like I mm-hmm. guess one which I don't really know if it like actually went around or like if it was just like a scare tactic. Mm-hmm. But I guess like people were asking like to update their Netflix information mm-hmm. and it was like getting their credit cards and stuff like that. Um and I went ahead and was just like, hey, grandma, if you get an email, just show it to me. You know, like <laughs> if you if it asks for money and you have like any shadow of a doubt about it, just show it to me. Because something I something I came to realize the other day is that like a lot of older generations can't tell what, when things are photoshopped. Mm. Um, yeah. And that's so strange to me mm. um, because like I can almost always tell. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like, I remember one time my grandma like reposted this picture of a giant spider on the side of the house mm-hmm. and she was like, look at this giant spider. And I was like, that's fake. Like it's <laughs> literally fake. And she was like, how do you know? I'm like, I can just, can't look you at see the it? Pixels, grandma. Like, look <laughs> at it. So I don't know. I think that's very, very strange, uh, that like, I guess people now mm-hmm. just kind of grew up and they're like, they just know. All right. Well, we grew up with it. Yeah. And, um, I mean, we're about the same age. I'm 24. Um, but like we had 
flip phones to the like slidey phones with text and then to like now smartphones. And not only that, we like had early internet. Well, we didn't have the earliest internet internet because that was like, you know, the, the old forums and mm-hmm. like DOS and all that stuff. But uh, <laughs> uh, but we had, you know, early internet and early memes. And we saw as the stuff grew up through it and like we faced our fair share of like scams. And so it's like, you know share this post now or else the weird ghost lady living in the post will get you. And it's like, yeah, well. I remember those. I didn't even fall for those then. I was like, this is literally the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Now, don't get me wrong. My anxious self was still terrified. Yes, exactly. uh, But I still never reposted them. I was like, this is like logically cannot be true. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know. I uh, that's interesting. That's just an interesting thing because right. uh, it says like people our age were doing that. You know, mm. like they still fell for it. Right. And I don't know. Super weird. Technology is weird. Right. But even nowadays, it's like you still see people sharing the posts. It's like Facebook is updating their like <laughs> their rules about this. So if you share this post and say like Facebook, you can't take my stuff, then they won't. And it's like, all right, I'm putting my foot down. Don't do that, Facebook. Ha ha ha. You're an idiot. I hate that post so much. Every (laughs) time I see it, it just fills me with so much rage. Because, like, literally a girl I went to college with Mm. posted that. And someone in the comments was like, is this real? And she was like, oh, I don't know. It's just better to be safe than sorry. And I literally, like, sent them a link. I was like, I, because I knew it was fake, but Mm. I wanted to, like, give them information sure and like that's more than i probably should have done because like it's not my job to like educate people about the internet but like (laughs) they were literally our age Mm -hmm. and like we're falling for it and i was like guys you should know better than this by now yeah (laughs) so i like sent them a link and i was like listen if you would just like take three seconds to google the things you repost Mm uh you would learn that this is not correct yeah um and they were like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And I was like, why didn't you do that yourself? Yeah. And, but that's the other thing is that, like, we've learned to Google things. And, I mean, uh, congratulations, Google. You have earned yourself a verb in the human vocabulary. Um, but <laughs> the we grew up with the notion that Information is readily available right at my fingertips. I get to look things up. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to, like, if you didn't grow up with the internet, it was more information is readily available at the library. <sighs> mm-hmm. I was like, go there. I was like, or you have like one educated family member who has like an encyclopedia. And it's like the whole world atlas A through Z. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, let's go in here and see if it's in there. Um, but I mean, even those, I, I don't know if they would still be printing those. I think it would be if they are still printing those, they should stop because they're losing money. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> um, the fact that like, yeah, back in the day to obtain information, you go to a actual physical place or a actual physical thing. And if you don't have it, you don't have that information. Mm-hmm. 
Whereas now it's like information is free. We know everything. We're just lazy. Mm -hmm. Did you have to use encyclopedias in school to do research? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Because some Gen Xer was Mm. like, I bet you've never touched an encyclopedia in your life. And I was like, I'm literally maybe 10 years younger than you. Or like... 20 years younger than you sure. like i know what a book is yeah i literally work in a bookstore <laughs> like i know what a book is yeah um and like my school was so small that like i was using encyclopedias in high school mm-hmm. um yeah. and so it's just interesting because like we did my senior or like junior or senior year of high school we got EBSCO host mm-hmm. um but really up until then, I was, like, doing research in libraries. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to, like, look at, like, sources on Google and stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, I was doing research from books. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It cracks me up when people are like, you youngins don't know. Yeah. I'm like, I literally, like, yeah. we're in. The- right. But at the same time, it's like, all right, but you also, like, shared that Facebook post yelling about your privacy or something. So, it's like. You don't get to tell me about who has accessed the more archaic information because it's not relevant anymore. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like even nowadays they probably do still tell kids like, hey, you know, this is how you use an encyclopedia. Here's where the bibliography is. But it's like, homie, just Google it and just like command F. It's, yeah. It's so great. Because instead of going to the index and finding the page that says something kind of relevant. Instead, you can just like, all right, let me just control F this entire freaking book and just find exactly what I'm looking for. It's I, great. Technology I did that the beautiful. other day Yeah, exactly. uh, for a presentation, <laughs> um, which I don't know. I... I received this shirt, this like mm-hmm. size three XL shirt that says death on it, uh, okay. written in Sharpie. Okay. <laughs> and um, I was staying up all night doing this presentation. Mm-hmm. So like in a weird manic, like overtired, like thing, I was like running around my house in a three XL shirt that mm-hmm. says death on it, uh, like doing homework and like researching um menstrual blood rituals in <laughs> in like wicca uh cool. so that was my night the other night which i oh, thought yeah. was just real funny yeah uh, i told somebody about it they're like ew gross menstrual and i'm like literally oh the the death shirt like three in the morning like <laughs> you're not getting the whole picture yeah. here like it was literally just a bizarre situation that i was in yeah i will touch on that though can we stop with the grossness about periods? <sighs> like, just get over it. Like, humans. It's just humans. <laughs> well, also, like, the there's really nothing different except for like the 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 like the cell membranes and stuff like that. Mm. Like the the uterus lining Mm. is also in period blood but like other than that like it's blood you know right but like even just at the very base level just people being grossed out by periods is like deal with it humans have periods 
Well, and then also, like, not to get too, like, political about it, but, like, it's sexism, you know? Yeah. Like, that's it. It's sexism. Like, you don't think the blood is gross. You think women are gross. Or anyone with a vagina or uterus. Mm -hmm. But, like, oh, my gosh, so frustrating. Right. Well, and I mean, I I sound very white knighty, but, like, I'm married and... My wife is like, oh, no, like, but I'm like, yo, you, you're a human being. People have been dealing with this since they have been people. It's a completely normal thing. Stop it. (laughs) Yeah, it's, I don't know. I can't, I don't understand that. My mom thinks periods are gross too. And I'm like, literally, you've been having one for so long. Like... (laughs) this is not a new thing for you like Mm -hmm. i don't how can you be grossed out by it by now Mm -hmm. um like get used to it i guess like Mm -hmm. i don't know the only thing that like is kind of gross is like like bleeding in your bed or something like that like that's gross because like then you're sleeping in blood but like the blood isn't gross it's literally just that it's in your bed yeah well no it's just like that sucks in that you're sleeping in blood, but like that's why it sucks. Yeah. Not because it's specifically period blood. Like it's yeah. Like, yeah. Well, like here's the <laughs> other thing is that like the other I was watching my grandma's dog and she peed my bed. Mm-hmm. And I am way more grossed out by the concept of dog pee in my bed than mm-hmm. I am with blood in my bed. Sure. Uh like there are worse things than blood. <laughs> uh, by far. Sure. Uh I don't know if like dogs. I don't know what's in dog pee though, so I don't, I can't really say what. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just gross. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I was <laughs> so mad. <laughs> like I I just remember that I left the room for literally like ten minutes, <laughs> and I came back and she had peed on my bed, and I was like, I could throw you across the room, <laughs> except for I can't. She weighs like thirty pounds. I can't throw her. But I was like, I like I get it. You're a dog, and you didn't mean to. But, like, that's so <laughs> frustrating. It's not not to get on the topic of, like, animal peeing and pooping. <laughs> uh, but my cat the other day was standing inside of her litter box, but still managed to poop outside of the litter box. And I think that that is a skill. <laughs> How old's your cat? She is about four. Yeah, that's not... That's not like that's not old and senile and just like oh I don't know where the litter box is. It's just she was in it. She right, knew right. it was just <laughs> on the floor. I have a picture of it. I, I, the pictures are not good podcasting, but sure, sure. I have a picture of it. Uh, but the thing is, is uh, I have an iPhone, so they have live photos, uh, uh, and it was a live photo, so you can actually like see her pooping. <laughs> uh, it is so gross, but it is also the funniest thing I've ever taken a picture of in my life. And then my friend called her like a like a revolutionary, uh, like like an artiste. She's creative. Like she found a new way to poop. So then I photoshopped a beret on her. So now there's a picture of my cat in a beret while also pooping. This is way more information than anyone needs to know, but I think it's hilarious. So I'm gonna share it. Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, random tangent because. I made a mental note of it earlier 
You said you were vegan at some point. Why did you become vegan? And then why are you not anymore? I, I wanted to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had thought about going vegan for a while mm-hmm. um, and just never really thought I could do it. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did it for about a year. Um, and really the reason why I stopped was just because which vegans don't come for me. Uh, it was inconvenient to my life at the time. Mm-hmm. I was going to school and working, mm-hmm. um, and I did not have time to cook for myself. Mm-hmm. And then finding food options outside of the house in the world is yeah. really hard. So essentially, like, I wasn't eating enough, mm-hmm. um, and I was hungry all the time. And I was like, okay, literally, I just need to be able to go get a sandwich or something. Yeah. Um, so then I stopped. I still... which. I also took a complete 180 after that. I was mm-hmm. also a vegetarian for a long time before mm-hmm. I was vegan. And now I eat meat, mm-hmm. uh, which was just a big departure. It's like I kind of went off the deep end when I stopped being <laughs> vegan. Um, but I try not to eat a whole bunch of meat because it just mm-hmm. doesn't make me feel good. Sure. Um, but I also think that Brahms has my favorite hamburger. So Interesting. I like Brahms hamburgers a lot. I think the vegetable the vegetables they put on it are garbage yeah and it like i don't know what it is about it maybe they just use like too thick of slices or something but it's like you're straight up just putting water on my burger um Um, i think (laughs) the the lettuce is real bad the tomatoes are hit or miss sure but i like the pickles cool yeah um, so my order is a hamburger, no cheese, extra pickles, and then depending on my mood, sometimes no onions, mm. depending on like what I have to do after I eat this hamburger, yeah. basically. Um, I hate cheeseburgers though. That's my other controversial opinion. I hate cheeseburgers. Why? They're gross. <laughs> um, I do not like American cheese at all. That's true. Uh, and I also, I don't think it adds that much to the burger. Um, I think burgers have a lot of flavors going on, just mm-hmm. kind of in general. Mm-hmm. And I think that like a slice of American cheese uh, is not adding that much. So I'm just not going to put it on mm-hmm. there. How about like a good like mushroom and Swiss? Swiss mushroom and Swiss is my exception. Dang. I will eat mushroom and Swiss. Um, but really, it's not for the Swiss. It's for the mushrooms. Of course. So, But the Swiss is a good yeah. addition to it. And that is also the only <laughs> circumstance where I can stand Swiss cheese. I do not like Swiss cheese. I will not eat it by itself or on anything else. But on a mushroom Swiss, I'll eat it. It is pretty rubbery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, is there something about the flavor? Is just, I don't. I don't like it. It's it's specific. Yeah. And so yeah, no, that's the. But that's the thing. It works with mushrooms. That's mm-hmm. why it's there. Um, I don't know. Also, Brahms fries are, meh. They're horrible. I hate yeah. them. <laughs> uh, I worked. Brahms was my first job. So like I kind of, of like. First job. Yeah. I kind of really just it's never left my soul. I just mm-hmm. kind of love Brahms. Mm-hmm. It was a really fun job, uh, at least at the one I worked at. I worked with my stepbrother um, mm-hmm. and just made good friends there. Yeah. Well, we're not friends anymore. But at the time they were good friends. <laughs> and um so, yeah, Brahms has a soft spot in my heart. The other part is that, like, acknowledge the fact that you're getting food from teenagers. Not just teenagers, but, like, young teenagers. Because, like, how young can you be? 14. 14 to yeah. work at Brahms. That, like, 
just understand that you could be getting at least a 14 year old that's making your food or taking your order. I actually don't think that the 14 year olds are allowed to work in the grill. Um, sure. But at least like taking your order yeah. and like putting your stuff together. Like, I don't know. Sometimes like all of complained about like, Oh, rum sucks right now or something, but it's like, they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And also, I think part of my love for Brahms is that, like, it's not really anywhere else in the U.S., you know? It's not. Like, no. it's just an us thing. Like, it's our thing. It's an Oklahoma mm-hmm. thing. Um, and I like it more just because I feel like it's exclusive, you know? Yeah. Um, which ice is, cream's dope. Yeah. And I think they have good ice cream. I really get ice cream there more than anything. Mm. But I do like their hamburgers a lot. And I think it's specifically the Brahms sauce. Mm, I don't yeah. know what the Brahms sauce is. Really. Uh, to my knowledge, Brahms sauce is ketchup, mustard, and pickle juice. Um, it's what I was told when I worked there, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, but I do like Brahms sauce a lot. Homie's so. got the inside scoop. Yeah, literally, it's a scoop ice cream place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the scoop. Thank you. Um, I I did once see a post where uh, Wayne Coyne complained about waiting like an hour or so for like his food at Brahms. And that's just really funny. I met a guy who worked for Wayne Coyne the other day. And I literally... I'm, I know too many people close to Wayne Coyne, so I can't talk bad things about Wayne Coyne. But... Well, no. <laughs> so I'm not going to say anything bad about Wayne Coyne. The guy was really cool. I don't know his name. The guy was really cool. But... I forgot the, the band Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Um, I f- like I knew it's he was he was buying a book about Flea or no that Flea wrote, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh cool, Red Hot Chili Peppers, but I didn't say that. You said the flaming. I lips. said flaming lips, and I was like, I just want to prove to this guy that I'm not an idiot. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not. I just misspoke. I know the difference. <laughs> there's like phonetic similarities in both of the names so i understand like um for some reason like there's words that like sound similar even though they don't look or are conceptually similar in any way so like mm-hmm. mushrooms and marshmallows because of the ursh mm-hmm. uh get confused in my head sometimes mm-hmm. um or like duvet and bidet, uh, <laughs> which an, don't get those confused. No, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I mean, I can see how like red hot chili peppers and the flaming lips like have phonetic similarities. That and also they over. have like a hot element to the name, you know, yeah, yeah, like exactly. flaming and hot chili. And oh, I feel <laughs> so bad. Like I literally like I don't. I get embarrassed, but, like, not about things that I'd say to customers. But, like, that <laughs> one, that one hurts. Because, uh, like, I literally saw Red Hot Chili Peppers live. I didn't go for them, but I, I went for their opener. But, mm-hmm. like, I saw the them live. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but I think it's really weird how you can just see Wayne Coyne places. Yeah. I, I mean, he, 
lives I in know, Oklahoma City. <laughs> but like to me, like um, since he like is like a musician and like successful and stuff like that, <laughs> um, he can't exist in Oklahoma. Yeah, it kind of it, it just feels like he's um like unattainable, mm-hmm. you know. And like it's really weird how like you can like be in a Starbucks one day and he's just in there and mm-hmm. you're like, uh, like right. But he's, I mean, he's not like a normal ass dude, but he's. Yeah, he's a dude. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. It's just basically, like, his status makes him feel unattainable. And mm. then, like, you can literally just go into, like, a Walmart. I don't really think he probably shops at Walmart. But, like, you can go into a Walmart or whatever, and he'll just be there. And I think it's weird. It's, like, he's, to me, he's kind of, like, this mythological, like, creature <laughs> uh, that you just, like, only see sometimes. Wayne, if you're listening, I really want to get you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, do it. And then let me be here so I can, like, prove you're real. <laughs> He's definitely real. I've yeah, like, well, it's seen like him a few times. you only get, like, glimpses of him. Like, at least in my experience, like, you only, like, see him for a little bit and then he's gone. And then you go, was that Wayne Coyne? And you're like, I think so. Like, I think I just saw him. And then you go, whoa, I just saw Wayne Coyne. Um, and then he's gone and he's but, just not there. But try and just apply this to, like, anyone else. Like, people were like, whoa was that mars oh and then they're gone like whoa where'd mars go it's like it's the same thing like mars just went into brahms and then left got themselves a burger (laughs) but also like i'm not famous you know what i mean like it's weird it's weird (laughs) to see famous people is essentially what i'm saying Mm. Uh, especially in oklahoma like Mm. it's weird to see them it is not it, saying that Wayne is weird, but like it's weird that he just lives here. It is strange, sort of like knowing more about a person than they know about you. Mm-hmm. Like, usually, whenever you meet someone, you're on equal ground. But <laughs> in some of those cases, it's not like, oh, if you like meet your hero. And then, oh, hey, you don't know anything about me, but I know where you were born and all of the lyrics to all of your music. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> yeah, it's it's real strange. I feel like I really freaked out Lauren Zaniga. Mm. Uh, I met her once and I feel like I really freaked her out um, just because, like, I think so highly of her mm-hmm. and I feel like I kind of like fanned a little bit, you know, and I, I just feel like I kind of freaked her out. But I, I feel the same way. Like mm-hmm. when I like she posts like pictures and stuff of her, like at a place I know in Oklahoma, I'm like, whoa. Right. You know, because before I, I didn't know she lived in Oklahoma when I first heard her poetry. Mm. So when I found out she lived in Oklahoma, like it was kind of like a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's like one of those things that like it's just weird to like know that a person who like has a career that is like in the public eye mm-hmm. just like lives here <laughs> uh, and like works here and has a normal life. Mm-hmm. Um, and like sometimes you just see them and then it's like spotting like a a zebra or something sure, sure. like in the safari. You're like, whoa, cool. And then the zebra leaves and you're like, oh, OK, yeah. I just saw a zebra. Right. But like zebra's got zebra things to do yeah like it was going to be there anyways you just happen to see it but yeah it's yeah like, it's, it's foreign to us it's just interesting yeah uh i just you know, it's kind of one of those things where people just assume nothing cool ever happens here mm-hmm. and then like one day you'll just see wayne coin and you're like oh cool <laughs> I, 
now I have more reason to get away in on the podcast to just dispel that. <laughs> like, I don't know. To me, he just feels kind of mythological. Like, <laughs> uh, like I know he's real and I know he lives here, but like, why? <laughs> I don't know. Like, if I were like a famous musician, I probably wouldn't live here. So same. <laughs> uh, I think that's really more what it is. I just can't wrap my head around the fact that he lives here and like why he lives here. Right. Um, I think that's really yeah. more what it is. Speaking of that, uh, Wayne Coyne, I started thinking about the womb. Okay. Uh, the vagina doors are gone. Oh. Yeah, because it's factory obscura now. So mm-hmm. they actually replaced the entire door with like glass doors mm. and the vagina doors are gone. And I never got a picture in front of it mm. and i'm so upset <laughs> is like did they go somewhere else did they just like i think they're just gone away? yeah like i think they're literally just gone weird and i i so like i'm so sad unless like wayne coin just has like the vagina doors in his house or something <laughs> well they painted over the vagina before they mm-hmm. um so yeah it's like gone but also Wayne, if you have the vagina doors, hit me up. I need a picture in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, okay, I don't know what I'm gonna say. Uh, but <laughs> I, Death Cab for Cutie wrote a song called "Why You'd Want to Live Here" about LA, mm-hmm. about how much like Ben Gibbard hates LA. But I hate Oklahoma more. <laughs> Um, if you gave me the choice between LA and Oklahoma, I'd choose Oklahoma. Why? I mean, have you been to LA? Yeah. Okay. Um, I choose Oklahoma. There is too many people there. Mm -hmm. Uh, just too many. And, um, the weather is nicer for sure, but, um, and there's more stuff to do, Mm -hmm. but I think for me, just, and just kind of the way I am, it's more of a visiting place. Mm. Like, I don't think... I would want to spend like more than two weeks in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, also, because traffic. For our honeymoon, Sable and I went to LA or the LA area. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't that bad? It's not that bad, but like we took Ubers, mm-hmm. you know, when we were there. Sure. And I could not imagine driving in LA. Like, well- wasn't that bad. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. I just I get upset here. Mm. Like I just I get upset here when people are driving <laughs> and just like trying to drive in a city that big. Like I I would I I'd have in, an aneurysm. In a weird way though, I think that like while people are like worse drivers kind of in LA I think the the egotism that surrounds the culture there makes it to where people really don't want to damage their cars. Mm-hmm. And so they're actually way more careful. I feel like not everyone, but like maybe a statistically higher percentage of people in Oklahoma are willing to get into a fist fight in the freeway. I heard road rage in LA is really bad though. My Uber driver told me that. <laughs> that Uber driver. Oh my God. Okay. 
can I tell you about the Uber yeah, driver? Okay. Um, Uber driver. We get in the car and he's like talking to us, right? And like every Uber we've had, like just did not talk, mm-hmm. um, which I don't like. Uh, there's controversial opinions about if people want Uber drivers to talk to them. Mm-hmm. I stand on the side. I want my Uber driver to talk to me. Sure. Um, because I feel like it's really weird to sit in a silent car with a stranger. Yeah. So, um, we and I was like, oh, it's so cool that you're talking to us, you know? And he's like, you'll never have another Uber driver like me. And I was like, <laughs> uh, okay, should I be worried? Like, that was kind of like a weird statement. Um, and we're driving and he's like talking and we're talking a lot about like drugs and stuff. Um, because mm. I guess he just smokes hella weed and probably does other drugs too. Mm. Um, and he was telling us a story about how like he would smoke weed with like his late night Uber passengers and stuff Mm -hmm. and then he told us a story about how he got a dui and i was like i you're driving the car right now yeah like you're driving the car you're telling me about your dui but it's like too late you're already in the car yeah if if you could like read a story about the person being like yo so here's this time that i got a dui i'm your uber driver you'd be like give me another one yeah (laughs) um so we're driving on the highway and he's like Oh, look, there's Compton, you know, and just points Mm. out Compton, which I think is normal, but also kind of weird, you know. Um, And then he like took us through like, um, like, I don't remember what he called it. He called it the ghetto, but I'm not going to call it that because that Mm. is not correct. Well, Mm. I mean, it is, you know, uh, I don't know the word for that. Just kind of the projects projects i don't know he took us through there uh and the speed limit was like 40 um he was going like 55 down these roads um and then we were driving and he was suburbs uh kind of but not it was definitely imagine like like classen Mm-hmm. You know, like class in around Midtown or whatever. Yeah. Or not Midtown, more like Uptown. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of around that. Like there were shops and businesses and stuff, um, but there were also houses. And it wasn't three lanes. It was like two lanes. But it, mm. it was definitely like a street. Yeah. But it wasn't like a highway. Yeah. Uh, that you should be going 55 down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he was like going 55 down these roads and we were like, oh, my God. But honestly, he took us through this part and we were off course. So I'm thinking I'm going to get kidnapped. Sure. I'm getting kidnapped right now. And this is what's <laughs> happening. Uh, and then he he starts like going, oh, look, there's a prostitute and like starts pointing out prostitutes and stuff like that. Um, and. He, uh, <laughs> we're just not good at spotting prostitutes here yeah i prefer to use the term sex they're definitely worker here yeah my <laughs> mom my dad likes to point them out too hmm. uh like if we're down like on the south side or something he'll be mm. like oh look there's one and i'm like why are you just mm-hmm. let them live <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know why you need to point them out but that's fine i guess mm. um he was he was pointing them out and then like rolling stop signs and like oh my god it was it was crazy. <laughs> and, like, it's not as crazy now telling the story. Like, you would have had to have been in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, he he was so right. I will never have another Uber driver like him. Uh, but, Did you leave him a good review? Uh, my friend Hannah was the one who booked him. Mm-hmm. Um I don't really know what she did, uh, but it was definitely an experience. <laughs> it was definitely, definitely an experience. But then after that, we went and got piercings. So okay, well, that's yeah. pretty cool. 
Um, I would prefer LA kind of for the reasons that you were like, well, there's this, this, and this, but like those, this, this, and this, Mm -hmm. I'm down with that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do there. Um, but I think I'm also biased in that I'm a musician and composer. And so like job security is a thing. Mm -hmm. So like if I look up like audio engineer, there'll be like four AV jobs in Mm -hmm. Oklahoma and they like don't pay very well. If I look up just like audio engineer for LA, there's like podcasts and recording studios and sound stages and so i mean it's like there's jobs i want to be there um and then like my flip side to that is mm-hmm. that like um i do not have a skill like that <laughs> um and i think that like for my specific thing like with what i want to do like you know ideally i'd like to work with like the trevor project and mm-hmm. planned parenthood and like just kind of all like maybe the ywca too you know mm-hmm. what i mean I think that the stuff that I'm good at is really useful here. So because there's so little of the resources yeah, here. Yeah. So that's another thing is I feel like I have work to do here. Yeah. Um. But like if I could live anywhere, which this is controversial. It's not controversial. Mm-hmm. I keep saying things are controversial. They're really not. <laughs> I just like to pretend like I'm given spicy takes. <laughs> I really like Kansas City. Okay. Kansas City is one of my more... Like, I I enjoyed my time a lot when I would Mm. visit there. I go there a couple times a year just to, like, go to concerts or something like that. Missouri or Kansas? Missouri. (laughs) Kansas side sucks. (laughs) The Missouri part is cool. Um, And it's just, I don't know. I'd like to live there. It's really cool because it's, like, a city enough Mm -hmm. that it's a city. uh, (laughs) But it's also, like, in the Midwest enough Mm -hmm. that, like, it's kind of small and there's, Mm -hmm. like, nice people there. Do you still have Whataburgers there? I don't know. I don't like Whataburger. Oh, okay. Now that might be a hot take. <laughs> that is a hot take, especially in Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, no, I don't know. I I like knowing there's things and communities rather than like struggling to feel legitimate and fighting people i'm also an immigrant so i Mm -hmm. I probably feel especially uh not liked in oklahoma Mm -hmm. so (laughs) that's probably another part of it yeah Uh, well because that's the other thing is that like i'm like white and cherokee mm -hmm. so like really like people are not going to Mm -hmm. tell me i don't belong here so (laughs) um yeah, I don't know. Because that's another thing, too, is that, like, apart from, like, the whole having a vagina thing, uh, <laughs> I pretty much fly under the radar here. Mm. Um, and I think that, like, it's easy to be forgotten in a bigger city. Mm. And, you know, like, I think if I, like, lived in L.A., I wouldn't have found a place like public access. Sure, sure. Um, and that's really important to me. Like, I've been going to public access since I was 16. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of, like, my thing. Yeah. Um, and... Something about, like, L.A. leaves me the impression that, like, it's going to be a lot harder to find little gems like that. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm all about, like, small, like, communities. Like, I think our music scene here is pretty good. Um, I like what we have. <laughs> Not, like, good, but, like, I like what we have here. Mm. And besides the fact that, like, no one has any passion at shows, like, the audience-wise, mm. um, I think that, like, we're relatively considerate of each other mm-hmm. um and it makes the experience a little bit better mm-hmm. that people are not trying to like fight you and stuff mm-hmm. like that um sure. which granted i don't really go to local shows where people would fight you know <laughs> or like an annie oakley show or something like that but wait what <laughs> i said i'll i said like i'll go to like an annie oakley oh, show. Okay, okay i thought you said that like where people would fight like an Annie Oakley show. Oh yeah. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> Have you ever been to an Annie Oakley show? People are just throwing fists. <laughs> yeah. But like I want to go to that Annie Oakley show. That sounds strange and at least something to experience at least once. I think that'd be cool though. Like you're getting in a fight, but you're having all this like really nice, like soft folk music playing in the background. Yeah. I think that'd be a fun experience. Yeah. Joe, if you're listening to this, I'm also trying to get Joe Bab on the podcast. Well, so, she's yeah. moving to Fort Collins. I know, and that's why I'm trying to get her on the podcast. Have soon. you like asked her? Yeah, a few times. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I assumed you wouldn't have asked her. Um, I don't know. I feel like you know she's very cool. I like her a lot. Yeah, she's really cool. <laughs> I'm friends with her sister. I love all of the music and all the photography and all the, she, everything. But yeah, <laughs> it's so good. I like <laughs> I asked her what camera she used the other day because uh, like in my head, I'm like, if I get her camera, then my stuff will look that good, <laughs> which is absolutely not how that works. Sure. Uh, but like, that's just how my brain went. I was mm. like, if I just get like my hands on <laughs> the equipment, I will have the the eye for it like <laughs> she does. And I don't. <laughs> yeah. She makes great things. But anyways, uh, I will say at least uh, last thing on the topic, but uh, I think that for our honeymoon, what we experienced was not like a big ass city that doesn't care about you. It was just a whole lot of little cities that each have their own communities, each have their own cultures, each have their own uh environment that makes them unique in their own way Mm -hmm. and so like we went to burbank and glendale and alhambra and irvine um santa monica venice and stuff like that and so everything is its own thing Mm -hmm. its own place and so i think there are lots of little communities and it's not just like one huge thing it's just like a bunch of little communities that like feed into the bigger Mm -hmm. LA thing, but it's not, it's not just like a giant crowd screaming at the air. It's, it's little things that add up to bigger things. Yeah. (laughs) What I will say is, uh, Venice beach was probably one of my favorite places I've ever been in my life. The boardwalk is so much fun. Um, and I don't really like the ocean that much, um i i'm scared of fish so um but like i i mean not neat but yeah like it's not neat it's (laughs) terrible um but i even had a good time just like walking along the beach and stuff like that Mm. um i found this guy who was selling art on the boardwalk um what's his name his name is like james scotty todd or something like that (laughs) uh and he sells all of this like 
really like kind of simplistic art. Um, the one I have is like a shark that's inside of a box and it just says box question mark on it. Um, and it is one of my favorite things that I own. And I just emailed him um, to see like if I could buy more art from him, even though I'm in Oklahoma. But like mm-hmm. it was so cool. It was very affordable, too. It was like ten dollars. Uh, so. <coughs> Sorry. You're good. Um, I don't know if he has a social media or not, or I'd plug it, but yeah, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I do think that if we all traveled more, we'd realize that like every place is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. We just don't check it out enough. (laughs) No, like, and then there's all those apartments on the boardwalk, you know, Mm -hmm. like behind it. And I'm like, dude, if I had like millions of dollars to spend, I would totally live there. Mm -hmm. Like just in that little stretch. I think that was perfect. I don't know. Like walk outside and like cool beach. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. And I really don't like the beach, but like, I think that'd be so fun to live that close to the beach. I really love the beach. So we did that twice (laughs) on our honeymoon. So yeah. Um, I don't know if there's like a a way to transition out of that, but eh. Mars, thanks for doing this with me. (laughs) It's been fun. Uh, Once again, plug your stuff. Where can we find you and your things? Uh, I am Mars. I am on Instagram at punk underscore crocs. There is a link to my Spotify in the bio of my Instagram. But if you wanted to take the hard way to find my (laughs) songs, search dirt Mars and then take your pick, I guess there's Mm -hmm. like a, a album cover you'll find it i guess um also fun fact my songs if you go on like your instagram stories and like search for a song to put on your thing you can listen to my songs on your instagram stories uh, which i like to do for myself um (laughs) and then uh i'm gonna plug the open mic i go to every week uh it's public access it's at the paramount room every sunday sign ups at seven starts at 7 30 bring music bring comedy bring poetry bring whatever you want and we would love to have you yeah exactly you could just like perform whatever that means to you it's cool <laughs> I mean, one time I went up there and had a whole discussion about Twilight. Yeah. Um, so like really if you just wanted to go up there and get on your soapbox for five minutes, yeah, you could. It. <laughs> it's a great way to I don't know, just air that stuff out. <laughs> it's a great community. Wish I was there more often. Um do it. <laughs> uh yeah. Thank you once again. Thank you. I'm Santiago Ramones. I'm Mars. You can find all the things that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. There's my music there, which you can listen to and download and pay for or something. Uh, Only some of it you can pay for, but uh, hopefully you will listen to all of it. Uh, (laughs) And then all the power cycle stuff that I do, we make experimental electronic music. You can find us on YouTube. I think it's harder to find just like our channel by searching power cycle or even just power cycle music. So you might have to search power cycle music electric pizza. That'll definitely give a give you our stuff. Um but yeah. Uh we make weird stuff and we've been playing at the jazz lab for a while. So uh there's some cool concerts that you can experience on there. You can also leave comments and reviews on the podcast on whatever platform that you're listening to. Say good things 
tell me the things that you don't like and then say good things about the guests because we like the good things. I was in the podcast with my three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my gosh. I've only like messed up like, I don't know, four or five times. This is like 195. So <laughs> I was in my podcast with my three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong. 